It is my pleasure to welcome Darnell Smith, the Athletics Director at Texas A&M University, San Antonio, to the podcast today. Darnell, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, John. Um, just happy to be here. So let's start uh, by taking a quick moment to have you tell us about your career in college athletics. And if you would, give us some background on A&M San Antonio. Yeah, absolutely. So my career really started as a student athlete. Um, I'm from San Antonio. And uh, when I graduated, I got a, a full scholarship to Oklahoma State University, um, played linebacker and defensive end while out there. My experiences as a student athlete uh, led me to go down this athletic director uh, trajectory. And, you know, I said to myself, like, look, I want to be able to create meaningful experiences. I want to be able to put student athletes in positions that they can become leaders. I want to be the agent of change, uh, get them from point A to point B. So that's really what sparked it. And so after I left, uh, I interned in compliance while, while I was at Oklahoma State. And I left there and I had a chance to work for the United States Olympic Training Center out there in Colorado Springs. I wanted to get back into collegiate athletics because, again, I had this goal of becoming an athletic, a crazy goal of becoming an athletic director. Um, and that took me to the University of New Mexico. Uh, and I was a director of athletic compliance out there. And, and then I took the opportunity for transition from there to University of Central Oklahoma, where I was assistant athletic director and oversaw compliance and, and student athlete services and whatever else they, they wanted to put in my way. So, you know, my background, you know, you know, I, I look at it like this. I, I wanted to always become an AD, and, and the, there was a lot of people around me that also saw that potential in me, and I've leaned on them to be able to help me get in this position as well as the experiences that I have. Now, uh, leaving uh, UCO or Central Oklahoma, uh, I saw this opportunity at A&M San Antonio, and I just could not pass it up. Again, being from San Antonio, I said to myself, it's an opportunity to get back home, but to build something from scratch, to build something from absolute blank canvas was exciting. I've never been an AD before, but I, I felt that given my experience and given the, uh, given the, the, the potential that, that I have, I can make this work. I have a great vision, had a great mission, and here we are. So A&M San Antonio, for those that do not know, is located on the south side of, of San Antonio. I would say due south of uh, 410, if you know about the loops here in San Antonio. And uh, so about a mile south of, of, of a 410 between uh, Lackland Air Force Base and, and Brooks City Base. And this campus, uh, well, at least with the athletics department, it, it, you know, the student body voted to have athletics. Overwhelmingly, they wanted uh, athletics on campus. And so it's because of them that the, the athletics department is here and that uh, I am here. So it was, uh, I think, a House Bill of 1439. And it started off with a $10 per credit hour fee, athletic fee, not to exceed $120 per student. And that's what really sparked athletics and got us going and what we're utilizing moving forward to be able to continually build this program. So one of the things that I think is so interesting about your program, AM San Antonio is what, 10 years old? Is that right? Yes. Thereabouts. Yep. Okay. And you are getting ready this fall to kick off for the first time, the brand new A&M San Antonio Jaguar Athletics Program. And I know that in an interview with, with the institutional president, uh, the stated purpose of athletics, you talked about the overwhelming vote uh, on, on the part of the student body, but the, the institutional president uh, stated that the purpose of athletics was to raise the profile of the institution. 
Can you talk about what that means? How can athletics raise an institutional profile? Oh yeah, absolutely. And to, to add to the earlier statement, so the institution of itself is about 10 years young uh, as far as being able to be a standalone. Um, it's from, we just graduated our first cohort uh, uh, this past fall, December, 2020. And so uh, in 2016 or around, the, around that time is when we were able to offer a full course of you know, uh, lower level and upper level division courses. And then uh, with the athletics department, uh, this is our inaugural year. And so uh, even though 10 years young, everything's new, but this is you know, going into uh, the 2022 or 2021, fall 2021, um, we're still technically within our inaugural year with the launch of uh, men and women's soccer. But so we, when we talk about the, the raising the profile of the institution, you know, in many respects, and in, 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 in our institution, uh, we would love for athletics to be the front porch. Uh, so that whenever people see the institution, they can think about the excitement, they can think about the, the energy that you can get from having a quality athletics program in addition to a quality uh, academic program and the, the successes that come with it. You know, we, we try to strive for excellence. So when we look at how can we utilize athletics, it's, you know, we wanna create a big footprint here in San Antonio. Uh, just still being so young, um, not a lot of people know that we're here. <laughs> and so we're doing our very best to be able to get out and especially take um, here on the South side, but also branched out to the North, East, West, and then beyond uh, the city limits. So athletics plays a, an important role of not just being a front porch, if you will, but also being uh, a partner with the institution on how can we reach just, how can we reach beyond uh, the city and beyond the state, maybe even international, but utilizing athletics as, as an avenue to be able to boost enrollment and let people know about the great things that are happening here on the south side of San Antonio and in San Antonio, but in particular on our campus. So in many ways, we wanna be a partner with everyone, but definitely uh, bringing in high quality, high talented uh, students uh, but also not just students, it, we're looking at uh, faculty, we're looking at staff. Athletics has the ability to be able to touch every fabric of an institution. And uh, I'll leave it with this too, uh, the community. Uh, so the community being supportive and understanding that, hey, look, we want to be the pride of, of, of the, and a pillar of the community and athletics is a way to be able to increase that, that uh, visibility. So you may be able to see games on TV and someone can say, well, hey, that's my hometown. Um, or, hey, I know so-and-so. So it just, it creates this, um, creates this continuity um, that, it, that is everlasting whenever you have athletics. And a lot of people can relate to that, either having played it when they're young or have known someone that, that, that plays athletics or just really being a fan. Is it fair to say that in the way you've described that, um, athletics is almost an extension of the institutional brand. It gives the institution a way to reach an audience that it perhaps couldn't get previously. Is that is that a fair way to put it? Oh, absolutely, John. I think that's a, definitely a fair way to put it. I mean, when you think about it, the opportunity to be able to, to play on television or even to, to even have this uh, podcast or, or, or even do any type of vlogs that you know, so athletics is a way to be able to reach certain markets, to be able to reach certain sectors that you otherwise wouldn't have wouldn't have been able to tap into. And it, it, it allows for another fan base or people that, again, may not have known about 
who you are uh, or even the brand or even what what is a Jaguar in San Antonio? What does that mean? So it, it allows for us to be able to reach these areas that um, otherwise we, you know, we would have eventually reached, but allows us to get it, get there quicker too. So in starting a new athletics program from scratch, then there's a lot of nuts and bolts work. You're hiring coaches for the first time. You're preparing facilities. You're getting, you're crossing the T's and dotting the I's and all that sort of stuff. Um, how have you approached though that more abstract work of, as we just talked about the athletics brand of building the abstract work of building that AM San Antonio brand and building it from scratch where there was nothing previously? Well, yeah, it, it, it starts with the leadership and here on our campus. Um, I mean, it's with uh, President Matson, uh, it's with the cabinet members, it's also with our board. So it's the leadership that that has to believe in the, the vision, um, obviously with myself being a part of, of that team. Um, so I set the vision alongside with, with my colleagues and with the president. We want to be elite. We want to be competitive, not just on the field, but in the classroom. The brand starts with the culture that is built within the athletics department or, or is built within respective departments. When I came on board, that's the first thing I wanted to do. I understand the very power of having a strong brand, but if people don't understand that what you stand for or what you believe in or what your core values are or what your vision is, then that brand is going to get lost. And, you know, I'm, by the way, my, my undergraduate economics, I know how, you know, econ people, marketing people tend to clash, but <laughs> I do, I do understand the, the power of being able to set the brand. So, it's establishing a culture, uh, making sure you. I, I, I try to do my very best to hire coaches that um, understand this this climate and understand this environment that we're in. Um, I wanted to ensure that we had teams that represented the diversity of the community in which we serve, and that the coaches had that certain mindset. So everything that they do, everything that's visible, and everything that uh, is external facing, um, you know, impacts the brand. But it also has to come from the top to believe that, hey, you know, uh, even school colors, um, what does that mean? Um, so when you're at a blank canvas like we were, I had to come in and establish all that very, 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 very quickly and early on. But, you know, it's a lot of fun because um, I had the ability and the, and the freedom to be able to do it. Uh, but it also takes partnerships. And so the brand can't be as strong without other people being able to support it. And like, like I mentioned earlier, the cabinet members and definitely president and, and also alumni and the student body, you know, so communication is key. And so, it, you know, starting off, it's, you know, we, we want to get out there. We're going to continue to get out there. But I feel like we've gotten to a point where we have a good culture. We're going to get better. And we've won some games and we're taking steps forward. And we're creating that brand, and as you see behind me on my on my, uh, my media backdrop. And we're going to continue to take those steps forward together as a community and, and as one. It sounds like there is a, a real partnership and a real working relationship between yourself and the institutional side of campus, the president, the cabinet and such. I would imagine that in your case, that, that cooperation, that integration, that sharing a vision is part of what has made, um, I don't want to say your job easier, but because you're building it from scratch, but it, it gives it a, 
a lot more intention and a lot more purpose, and you're able to get farther faster because you have that 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 institutional support. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah, that's uh, again, John. Should, should I be interviewing you? You're kind of spot on. Uh, <laughs> like you're in my head, John. Um, no, uh, but no, I, you're, you're definitely spot on with that. I mean, it, however far you, again, I'm just speaking from building it from scratch and the position that I'm in, but yeah, you, you can only go as far um, as your vision can take you. But if other people don't understand what their vision is, or if you don't articulate that, if you don't communicate that, then people would get lost and or in or running circles. And so the intentionality piece is to ensure that we, I am, along with, with uh, my colleagues and with pre- we are communicating that effectively and we're able to get that out. Um, obviously re- more resources, the better. Uh, but I think that with the resources that we've had, we've been, we've been very intentional about doing it and, and slowly rolling it out. Again, I, you know, COVID, navigating through that, navigating through the, the winter freeze um, here in Texas, which was something, uh, navigating through all these challenges. And but yet here we are and, and we're still able to move forward. And that only comes to the partnerships and it being intentional. And as we move forward, um, the, that, that word intentional is going to be very key uh, to future successes because we intend to take this and expand it and grow it. And I know for sure for me and for the coaches, and for student athletes, we can't wait to be able to do that as, you know, we get a little bit more freedom to be able to, uh, you know, get that name out there. So what has surprised you the most about this brand building activity? Again, your background is economics, and now you're being forced to think <laughs> about marketing. Uh, and, and you're, again, you're doing this from, from the ground up. What has surprised you the most about this process? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, what has surprised me the most about this process is I would say that how much, truly how much effort, I mean, there's a couple of things as my coach would use, used to say to me, um, there's two things that you can control, Darnell, your attitude and your effort. And which is, you know, what I understand. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's great coach. But then what truly surprised me is the amount of uh, attention to planning. And so the effort of executing um, and looking at long-range planning um, is important. And, you know, so when you think about, um, you know, planning, sure, sometimes it's like, okay, well, I'm going to think a month out, I'm going to think two months out, I'm going to think, you know, but in this case, you almost have to think at least like a year out or even two years out because what you do now from a branding standpoint, like, for example, when I was trying to uh, order uniforms for the first time ever in school history, it's like, okay, well, the logo, the, the one that you see behind me, this is going to be the same logo um, that will be, appear on these uniforms for the next, you know, two, three years or however long until they, they wear out. But then you got to think about, okay, well, do I want to, do I want to change a mascot? Um, do I want to, by that, I mean, do I want to, you know, beef, beef them up? Because uh, the, the campus hasn't had athletics before. Some mascots have a certain appeal, but then that also means like, do we want to adjust to that? Um, it's the, the brand lettering. Um, so building a website and, okay, well, how much time does that take? And who do I have to have? What are the critical path items in order to get these things done? So surprisingly enough, and it's just the, you know, whenever you think that you plan enough, 
circle back and, and, and think even further uh, to make sure that you have enough time to be able to properly execute. And I'm thankful for, uh, again, my colleagues and, and people that I've surrounded myself with and, and not just here on campus. Uh, I, I will give a, a shout out to uh, some of my mentors that are, that are out there, um, uh, particularly from uh, Bosca, the business of small college athletics. Um, you know, uh, Jim Abbott over at you know, uh, Oklahoma City uh, University has, has been phenomenal in, in helping me. Um, and, you know, and others that, that uh, I've been able to listen to and, and glean from. So it, it's, it's one of those things that may catch you by surprise if you're not prepared for it. So if, if, if there's an AD listening to this podcast and he's got a brand that, uh, that is perhaps not as robust as it could be, or maybe he's in the same situation, he or she is in the same situation, uh, and they're looking to build something from scratch, what's your, what's your top piece of advice that you would give that, a, that AD who is looking to build their program's athletic brand? I have several. How much time we got again, John? Uh, <laughs> However like, much you would want to take here, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> An hour, is that what you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so what I'll say is um, never, never be um, too high and mighty um, to think that uh, you can't ask questions. Uh, drop pride, ego, and, um, you know, ask any question because there's no question um, that um, can't impact how you want to build this out. Establish your vision. And it may be hard sometimes, you know, like with me, um, I'm a, I would say a selfless, selfless individual. So I may say otherwise, <laughs> but no, I'm a, uh, you know, I have, the, I have a servant mindset and I always want to put other people first. And I always get into this thought process where it's, you know, uh, hey, you know, I want to collect ideas and, you know, which is fine. But whenever you want to establish a brand, um, they want to hear from you. So what is your vision? What is your mission? What do you stand for as the athletic director? Understand that um, and build things around that. Have strengthen your conviction and never be afraid to let people know. I think that um, one of the things that uh, some young uh, athletic directors uh, or athletic directors in the industry is, you know, we, we get into this position and we're like, well, we, we do want to be successful and sometimes we're afraid to fail. Um, but it's like, you know, things will happen just like, but another tip of uh, another advice when it comes to building this is uh, just be flexible know how to be nimble uh, in these times, but that's going to come from taking advantage of uh, programs like, like Bosca. Again, the business of small college athletics, uh, get out there, meet people, build a network around you, get mentors, um, get colleagues that can help you and can be very candid with you. Um, establish that group. Also communicate with people on campus. There's a lot of places where there's a disconnect between um, either advancement side, marketing and athletics or athletics and insert whatever the, the department is. But when it comes to that brand, everyone has to be moving in the same direction on one accord as much as you possibly can. So when you can get uh, people that want to support you and advocate for you on the other side of campus, 
that's only going to help your brand a little bit more. So send cookies or send whatever fruit baskets, uh, send whatever you can, you know, get to meet people in a, in a safe and responsible manner. Obviously, we're, we're still dealing with the uh, COVID scenarios, but, you know, pick up a phone call, call. But network, build people that want to support your vision and, and your mission. And I think that once you have that um, and, it, and it aligns with, and I want to make sure I say this and I'm clear, it is your vision, it is your mission, but at the end of the day, it still has to align with the strategic plan for the institution. Um, I, I don't want that to be lost because you know you are an entity of it, but yet you have you get to have some freedom uh, to build a department within it, but it makes sure it aligns. And that's where talking with the president or talking with whomever your supervisor is and uh, the VPs across the board, deans, faculty, get everyone on board and have a lot of fun with it. I think that sometimes it gets lost where, you know, you, you do this and you're in the grind every day, but we, we forget to smile sometimes. And, uh, you know, so it's okay to, as people like to tell me, it's okay to, for Darnell to have bad dad jokes. No, no dad joke is bad, by the way. I'm just saying, um, but agreed. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and this is on record, right? Um, absolutely. <laughs> But no, I mean, have fun with it too. Um, and again, mentors, friends, and colleagues will be there to help you along the way. And again, never be afraid to ask any question. I want to riff on a point that that you just made about uh, establishing vision and mission, but it must be aligned with the institution. I think for a lot of folks who enter into the branding process, they think I'm going to come out at the end of the branding process with a new logo, this new picture, and I'm done. But in fact, what you're describing is that branding starts before you start to develop any visuals. It begins by laying the foundation of who you are, what do you stand for? Who are you talking to? If those things aren't in place, then whatever pretty picture you put on top of that, kind of doesn't matter because because it's not speaking with a consistent voice. Is that an accurate way of describing that? Again, yeah. So I'm not interviewing you. Is that correct, John? No. <laughs> I just want to make, for everyone listening, no, uh, yes, you, that's an accurate, definitely accurate statement. And um, one that, um, uh, you know, it, no matter what institution that you go to, there's always going to be a higher level vision that 60,000 foot or 100,000 foot, whatever the highest level you, you want to think about uh, vision. And we have to be able to fit into that because the, the ultimate goal, and to go back to the earlier question, you talked about um, athletics and, and really, you know, how can it fit into the university and, you know, but it's, it's really to help further the goals of the institution, to help propel the institution further. Uh, sure, it's a and, and part of that, at least here at AM San Antonio, is enrollment driven. And, you know, we're student centered, we're student focused. So athletics is part of that student experience. Uh, it breeds student success. It, it, it allows for extracurricular activities. But these are all in alignment with the strategic plan um, that our institution has. So, yeah, to your point, it has already started somewhere. Uh, you have to be able to fit into that uh, vision. Um, because again, if, if it's, if there's a disconnect somewhere, then other people that are looking at it are going to be confused. And that's what you don't want. 
Um, everything should should make a lot of sense. It should be easy. Um, you know, it should be something that once people see it, it's like that makes a lot of sense. So it's all this connectedness. It's almost it's like it could almost be spiritual to a sense, but this is this is all this connectedness. And but yes, it, it absolutely was established at some point before you got there. Just figure out how you can further that brand. And while A and M San Antonio is, is to your point an enrollment driven school, and, and athletics is is I get the sense primarily assisting with with driving enrollment. That also touches on sponsorships. Uh, development, advancement, all those different revenue generation uh, aspects are touched by this idea of building that brand. Yeah, absolutely. And and so whenever you go out there and and as I'm seeking sponsors, so anyone watching this and, you know, I'd be happy to, you know, we'll have my contact information at the, at the end. Um, Happy to take a phone call. Um, Lots of opportunity, but you know, as you're you're bringing on sponsors, or as you're talking to to donors and alumni, individuals that could that want to buy into your program, they gotta know what they're buying. They gotta they gotta know exactly what it is that they're investing in. And so, part of this is what's the story, what's the narrative, what what is compelling about the institution, about about you know what you're what you're doing. And so that brand is what is compelling. That brand is what's going to sell. That brand is what they're going to invest in. And so if, if there is any um, confusion, then as, as some would say, you're, you're leaving money on the table <laughs> or, you know, or you may not be able to, to be able to reach your full potential. So it's, it's important, again, to polish that up because whenever you, you talk about um, you know, how you want to propel this forward, you should be able to uh, articulately and, and clearly be able to state that, hey, I'm, I'm student focused. And, and a lot of this can align, again, back with the institution strategic of uh, pillars or, or plan. So student focus, we want to be visionary, um, academic excellence, you know, you know, culture of excellence, these types of things that reflect a San Antonio, for example, is everything that I embody in the athletic department and we align so perfectly. Uh, so it makes my job a lot easier. So whenever I go to a sponsor, I'm like, hey, we are X, Y, and Z and you're in our community and we want to be able to partner. So having that consistent messaging and, and ensuring that it's clear um, is, is key, but definitely when it comes to raising money or soliciting sponsors or talking with donors and alumni, anyone else that may invest in the future. A strong brand makes your job easier. I think that's yes, going to be the headline for this entire podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I think that's an excellent place to leave this interview. Uh, very, very well said. Darnell, thank you so much for being here on the podcast today. Uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, next time you want to interview me, more than happy to do so. And we'll do so over a Mar- Margaret's at, at uh, La Fagata, if that sounds good to you. <laughs> Uh, you you got it. Is, is it going to be recorded? Because people want to know, John. People want to know. <laughs> I don't I'll know. Just... Those love got margaritas, baby. You know, there's something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, in all seriousness, I, I do appreciate it, John. Thank you so much. And and, and thank you for taking the time out and, and getting to know a little bit more about my institution. Um, as I like to say, part of our brand is we are building champions uh, on the mission. Uh, we are building champions, not just in the classroom, um, but we're building champions in life. 
And so anyone that um, is listening to this uh, is interested and, and wants to connect with me, uh, uh, feel free. And, and um, you can reach me at uh, dsmith at tamusa.edu or um, on the social media handle is, um, is Jaguar A.D. Smith. Um, or if you want to call, it's uh, 210-784-5500. So welcome, everyone. Thank you, John. My pleasure. And we will have that, that information in the show notes for this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be in the description below. And on the podcast feed, it'll be in the show notes on your, on your podcast feed. Again, Darnell, thanks so much for taking the time. Good luck launching the Jaguars athletics brand uh, and athletics program. And we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Talk to y'all later. Thanks for watching. You can get in touch with Darnell using the information listed in the video description below or in the podcast show notes. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you're listening on a podcasting platform, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and write a review. Help other sports professionals find this podcast. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.